Welcome into the channel podcast. It is November the 6th, 2022. I am your host, Rainy, alongside my good friend, Austin Brown. Our beloved Vols fall short against Georgia on Saturday, yesterday. Uh, it was hard to watch. It was hard to, to witness the first loss of the season, but after a crazy and crazy day of football, not all is lost because we are still in the playoff hunt, and it's not over. It's it's not over. That loss sucked and it just had to come against Georgia, uh, number one versus number three in the country. It had to be on Nash TV. All eyes were on it, and we had to come out, and we didn't play well. We didn't play well. We didn't look good. We didn't. Nothing went right. We looked. Austin, did we look slow to you? Did we look slow? Or was we that looked just a little slow? Uh, it's also the Georgia having five stars at their position that are hungry as hell. Uh, they kicked our ass. Let's just put it straight. Let's just plain and simple. They kicked our ass. We got humbled. Tennessee yeah. definitely, definitely got humbled. And I, I don't think. I hate to say like, oh, it's not the worst thing. Cause I hate when people say that's not the worst thing. They needed this. No, they didn't need this. But again, it 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 really isn't the worst thing in the world after watching after watching Clemson get absolutely destroyed by Notre Dame and Ohio State and Michigan still have to play each other. So yeah. we're sitting right on the edge of college football playoffs, which is still baffling, which is still crazy to me that we're still even sitting here talking about this. After you know Josh Heupel, 20, 21 months into the, into the job of coaching in Tennessee, uh, this team, this team, has given us more memories this year than than most teams ever in the history. Than the last five combined, or last ten yes. combined, really. I mean, good lord, it's this, been an amazing ride. I mean, we're this, still on it. Yeah, exactly. We're still on it, and it's not over yet. And that's the beauty of of college sports because you're you're down one day, and then. Uh, the next day, something happens, uh, a shakeup in college football. Like I just said, Clemson uh, losing to Notre Dame and Michigan and Ohio State start to play each other, and they're going to be one loss, and we're going to have one loss. So it's going to be a big shakeup. Our schedule is very favorable for the rest of the year. I mean, very favorable with Missouri, South Carolina, or Vanderbilt coming up. We three, got three, we got three games against teams we absolutely destroyed last year, and – I don't see a reason why it will be much different this year because we're we are definitely better better than we were last year. Uh, it, the that game it was um, it wasn't fun. They uh, that's Georgia's full focus. I hate to say it, but you looked at them how they played Missouri, how they played Kent State, and how they played even Florida for a minute there. Thought, hey, we can hang with these guys. They're nothing we haven't seen before. They're they're just as good as Alabama, and um. But then you have that Oregon game you looked at. Well, it was week one. Week one. That was only because of week one. It uh, it wasn't just because of week one. They are that good when they have when you have their full attention. And we had their full attention. They knew they had to show out. And boy almighty, they showed out. I, I wonder how different that game would have been if it didn't have the hype coming into it. I think it would have been probably a little better. But the, been... fact, but, but the fact that Georgia got our Everyone was hyping us up. Number one in the country, Eric Kane just tweeting out the crowd ain't nothing. Uh, just Sanford, you, it's quiet a stadium in the SEC. Uh, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, but no, I don't. That's the thing, though. I don't mind that. Like, we're back to doing that. 
And I, I like it. Yeah. I like yeah. when we – that's what makes college football so beautiful. And that's what mm -hmm. makes – and we and people hate us because they know that we're here to stay. Like this is – I tweeted out last night. It's like this is the team that is going to build us the future of this program, and it's just now starting. It's just now happening. Mm -hmm. And you got it. This is going to be a team that you look back on. It's going to be like one of those Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield type basketball teams where you just look back on this team and you're like, damn, that was fun. Like, yeah. like, damn, that was fun. Like, it is so fun. And man, was I mad at the time? Man, I was pissed because I just, like you said, we just got embarrassed in every facet of the game. It's just like nothing was working, nothing was clicking. I just felt like everything was going wrong. The penalty is like that is just so unlike us, and mm -hmm. and I can't stand when people are like, oh, they weren't ready for the big moment. Stop it! Like they've they've been in a big moment a bunch this year. Like live television against Alabama, they go down to LSU. And by the way, that LSU game that we played against them is like a whole hell lot better right now. Yeah, uh, that is the most impressive thing on our resume. I didn't think after we beat Alabama that I'd be sitting there saying, oh, well, LSU, that's the real big one we got, and it it is. Uh, that ass beating we delivered to them, that's gonna that's gonna carry us into the playoff, I believe, for I a rematch with these dogs. I think, man, I, I and you you can say what you want, but I want a rematch. I do. Me too. Me I too. want a rematch. I want to face them again because they only put up twenty seven points on us. Yeah, yeah. Our defense we didn't, played their ass off. Our defense has been playing well. Besides the like those first three or the first three jobs they had or whatever, we gave up some big big time shots down the field, but we've been doing a lot of that all season. Not three, not, not three drives in a row all season, but along the likes of that all season, but like the defense is starting to step up and you knew we were going to have a game like this where the offense was just flat. The offense was flat and the defense had a carry. So they, they somewhat did. I, they, they somewhat kept us in the whole game. I'm not, I'm not going to say the defense, the offense. I don't want to say they're flat. I mean, we didn't play well, but Georgia, I got to give them props here. They, they they figured us out a little bit. Not not totally. You can you can work out stuff, but they they we're gonna have to change some things up if we're gonna go against them again. Cause they basically said that we're gonna tie our defenders to your receivers and we're gonna rush you with seven. And that's really hard to do because your 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 quarterback's getting hit quick and your receivers are are covered like glue. I mean, we did not I Against Alabama, we found that mismatch. We found the mismatch in the secondary where Jalen Hyatt could run unexposed and uh, or exposed, and we could, you know, get easy touchdowns. We couldn't really find that matchup with Georgia. Well, I would say that I say that, but there were a, a few passes that we didn't hit that would have been touchdowns, mm -hmm. and those were painful, especially the first one to tie it. And it's so. It's so horrible that you see you see us throw the ball and then you see the receiver and you know how long it takes to get there. And then when you realize he's not putting his hands out, you're like, mm -hmm. <laughs> your heart just diffs like, oh, yeah. I, and you've seen those plays so many times in this offense where it works. And it's just, it's painful, man. We got up. They play this kind of like Pittsburgh play this. Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. you know, they played zero, zero, cover zero so many times. And just left their guys to play man on man, and it worked a lot of the time. Uh, mm -hmm. uh truth, truth parody on Twitter screenshotted uh, this live podcast with you doing this and saying this surrender code was already out, even though uh, you, said, you, you said like that all the time. But is that is fun. that a Georgia fan? No, I don't think so. 
I don't think uh, so. Because I know there's Georgia fans watching this. I know there is <laughs> for a fact. Uh, yeah, probably. I have probably. had, holy crap almighty, there's been a lot of Georgia fans in my mentions. And I knew that would be the case. Oh, well, you knew so. that was coming. Like yes, I told you, I, I told you earlier, you set yourself up for that, Austin. You oh, set I, yourself, I, I, you set yourself this up. This isn't new to me. You think I haven't done this before? <laughs> I, this is not my first time around the, the getting uh, ratioed block. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm so used to that. I mean, I do it every year for Florida. Yes, this year it worked out, I guess. But what would you say? Question, real quick. Would you say that Tennessee still has the best wins with an S this this season? Uh the best wins. They, I think they still have the best wins. I think you might have to give the props to Georgia. It's with beating us and beating the hell out of Oregon, mm-hmm. probably, probably. But we're we're definitely number two. If you're talking yes. about who has the most impressive, well, we. We have the most impressive road win of anyone. No one has a more impressive road win than us going into Death Valley and uh, beating the living hell out of them Tigers. Mm-hmm. That is the most impressive thing, impressive road win you can have. Or I agree. That, that we have. And our loss, I mean, the one loss we have now was against number one in their house. And I think it, maybe the score set looks a little better than the game actually was. It 100% but, does. That yeah. score, it felt like it felt like we lost fifty to nothing. That's what it felt like. It, it felt like that, and they and it give like I said, give Georgia the defense props. But I hate giving other teams props. I can't stand it. But they, uh, they were good, man. They're just just a solid. Like you can tell, you can tell that 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 program is Kirby Smart's been there for six, seven seasons or however long he's been there. You can tell he's been there that long because the the. The program has now built up to where they all have the depth. And Tennessee is on their way to that. I mean, I'm telling you, man, yeah. Tennessee is on their way to that. Nico coming in. I mean, we're going to have, it's like, a, a pre, like I previously said, like previously said, it's just this team right now is setting the future up for every other team because people are like, damn, this is fun. These kids are having fun. They're having fun. This offense is yeah. fun. This, this, this team is just fun. And, like I said, we're going to look back on this team. I wholeheartedly believe it. We're going to look back on the team like, dude, that team was one of the funnest teams that we've ever had. This, this is this is the modern version of the 85 Sugar Balls. That that team built built what we had in the 90s. That team built that that team was the first team to succeed past where people thought they won the SEC. They blew out Miami in the Sugar Bowl. That was the team that that was like the established what became of the 90s winning titles and Peyton Manning and everything being a monster. I mean, it takes time to build a program. I don't want to be in that stage because I've been a fan for 10 something, 15 years and you want it now. You feel like this is your first time at the table and you want to eat, you know, Mm -hmm. and we can, I mean, we will have the opportunity to play for the national title. I believe. I think as soon as this year, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. It's, you can say that it takes time to build a program, which it does. But at the same time, while you're building that program, you want to see results. And we're getting that those results. And I don't yeah. think it's going to take a long time to – actually, I don't. I think that we're going to be like this almost every year from here on out. Like, I just do. I mean, I just, I'm it's, confident we can score on people. That's what – except for Georgia. <laughs> well, 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 you look at – you look at our recruiting class. I brought this up several podcasts ago. Our recruiting class, like 13 of the 22 coming in are all defense. Like he knows, he knows what we really need. He knows we can score. And if the defense would have stopped, you know, Georgia on some drives, slowed him down at least not kept the drive going. Like it would have been a different game. So our defense played well, but at the same time, 
you could tell that they were just out there for a long time because George was putting those long drives together. There, there was two moments where I knew we were kind of screwed. And the first time was when we had to settle for that field goal once we got that fumble. Mm-hmm. You know we have to get that in the end zone. I mean, you're you're at the 47-yard line. You aren't going to get better positioning all day, and we had to sell for a field goal. And the second time was when Georgia hit what is the greatest punt since Trevor Daniels. Oh, punt. I mean, that thing. Ugh. It was just one of those things where you saw it happen. You're like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding in, that in was 74 day. yards or 75 yards, some stupid punt. Like, holy crap. That was just unbelievable. Like, everything was just kind of bouncing their way. And you're like, that when that punt happened, and it's just like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's bouncing their way. It's 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 their, going their way today. And nothing was going our way. I mean, the penalties were just atrocious. Oh, my gosh. We, that, and that's one thing I've, I've, I've hung a banner on Tennessee this year. Is this team don't make any mistakes, and they made a lot of mistakes yesterday. Yeah, we, a lot of them. I I think a lot of it was because of the environment we were playing, and I, that was that was a great that that was a that was a really tough place to play yesterday. <laughs> I, I I believe in what Eric Kane said, but I think it's a little different now than it was then. Oh yeah, and um, they like you saw those people screaming they they feel i hate those people but um trust me i <laughs> oh god you know my disdain for the entire fan base of georgia i i just do, don't like losing to those guys and i don't like them having success it really just uh, turns a knife in my gut because i'm from chattanooga and i sit i've lived with those people for my whole uh-huh. life and i just it just bothers me i just don't like them do not like them i, I i've always said that I've hate for both Alabama and Georgia, and those are definitely one and two of the teams I hate. And I, and it's always like the week four Bama, I hate Bama fans the most. The week four Georgia, I hate Georgia fans the most. But I think when it settles it, I think throughout the year, I hate Georgia fans a little more. Just something about them. I don't know. Just something I, about them. I know we've asked this question before about a billion times in the past, season after season, but is Alabama's like rain kind of like, are people catching up to them or they're kind of slowing down? I think people are just catching up to them. I don't think they're catching up to them. No, I, I think I think it's them because look how undisciplined they are. Like they're hitting players when they slide, they're they're holding all the time. It's just it's just an undisciplined team. It's not good. Like Georgia has just as good a class as Alabama. Like those teams have these same classes pretty much every year in recruiting. And Alabama is playing tight games every week and losing to us and LSU. And Georgia looks like a freaking monster just like an ultimate like you you see that they don't have a guy like kirby coaching that defense anymore that's a fact oh yeah they don't they don't have that meanness they don't have that that grit they used to people want to run their their coordinators out of the building well of course they're all damn fans they want to run them out of the building every year like oh you know but because they're insane people but i i think i think this year's alabama team i think they're like you said, like they're they're not as disciplined, but I still think, my point of view, I still think people are catching up to Alabama. I, I don't think they're slipping. I think people are getting better, and they're figuring. Like I, I just you have the LSU's, and you have Tennessee now. You have Georgia. They're they're they've caught up. Like they're they're catching up to them, and it's just I think that's how college football goes. It goes in a circle. It goes in a it goes in a timeless circle. It's going to circle back around. It's going to keep going. I oh. think people are catching up to him. I just think Alabama's slipping. I think Nick Saban isn't what he was. I just think it's it's about his time to you know hang it up, man. And yeah, they'll probably win the next title next year. 
I don't know, man. I don't see it. I really just don't. I, I don't feel like they have that hunger anymore. I don't see it. it. And they just look like they just don't look like Alabama anymore. And if they didn't have Bryce Young, what's the record? If they had an average quarterback, I mean, if they if you swap quarterbacks with Georgia and Alabama, what's Alabama's record with Stetson Bennett? I mean, I think it might be seven and five, eight and four. Next. Yeah, true. And I'll give you that. I mean, a defense. We put 52 points in their defense. You can't tell me that's that's catching up. I think that's Alabama being not what they were, in my opinion. But uh thank God for it. We we don't need that anymore. I I I I'm not dancing on their grave. I, I'm not declaring that they're dead, but something gotta change big time there. Something has to change big time. And I, I hope it doesn't. I hope it stays this way. I hope they hope they go through the worst period of a team as in college history because that's what they all deserve. But yeah. um I am very biased. Um but um two two hours ago, you know, they posted some of the on ESPN the best chance to make the college uh playoff entering Saturday versus right now. Uh Ohio State eighty five percent entering Saturday, they have an eighty seven percent chance of making it. Georgia sixty nine percent entering Saturday, now they have a 91% making it percent chance of making it. Tennessee had a 62% chance entering Saturday. They now have a 64% chance of making it. So they've gone up 2% after they lost. Isn't it beautiful? Well, Isn't the, it crazy? The, it's the wild. Entire Mid, the entire Midwest just, just lost their minds that, that when you read that, I bet. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It, and Clemson has a had a fifty two percent chance going in on Saturday. They have now have a thirty one percent chance, Dude. which I don't see them having any chance. They, Alabama had a fifty percent chance. Now they have only a seventeen percent chance of making the college football playoff. Tennessee has a third best chance of making the college football playoff. Which, like I said, yes. we were pissed when it happened. We were pissed when it happened, but it looks. We, I think we. Control. We control what happens. I mean, we really Hold, do. Holding them to twenty-seven was so huge. Like, I kept watching that game when I knew it was over because you know you're fighting for something still. Like, if we lose that game by thirty, what's this looking like? It's 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 a lot of different conversation we're having. Mm-hmm. I believe. Oh yeah. And thank God. Oh, I just got an update. On my phone. You you better you better bet your ass um, that. I, I don't feel sorry for them, but in a way, I'm kind of going to feel sorry for Mizzou, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt because you know Josh Heupel is going to show zero mercy. Oh, he it's gonna going to be a bloodbath. To try to score 100 points on these people, I'm telling you. It's going to be a bloodbath. He's going to try his hardest to put up his most points as he possibly humanly can on these people. Hendon Hooker, you have to let him just ball the bleep out. He, he needs to. I want. Five touchdowns minimum for him each game. I, I want to win that Heisman. He's not out of this by a long long shot, and we can still get that out of, out of the season. That Stroud, I think. I mean, they scored twenty one points on Northwestern, so Ohio State didn't look very good. Ohio State didn't look very good at all. No, I was watching. No. I know it was windy. Blah blah. blah. I get that. Windy. Weather, weather weather conditions, but you still had to pretty much run the same exact style they did. So. I I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like it's setting up very nicely for us to get a little bit of redemption here at the end of the season. Because we're we're not gonna have to play in the SEC title game. 
which I really wanted to. I really wanted to play in it. I wanted to to go all the way and win it all. Just SEC championship, all that. No longer playing in that. I mean, I can't say that, but George, I doubt it's going to lose. Uh, no, and they have, and they have the head to head, and they're not going to lose two or whatever. But I, uh, I really wanted to win that. I really want to go through the whole thing, become champions, have all of our teams, baseball, basketball, football, all have SEC titles and within the same year. And yeah. that's not going to happen. But we can sit here and be mad, which definitely were. But you can't really be that mad because it still sets up really nice for us. Really nice. I mean, you know, this is our best season if, if it finishes out the way we all assume it's going to finish out with us murdering Vanderbilt, Mizzou, and South Carolina. This would be our best regular season since 2001. I mean, that's 21 years. This is our best season in 21 years. I can't complain at all. Josh Heupel, and he did it with a roster that, I mean, we might have 10, 15 rosters more talented than this in that time frame. I, I mean, the, it's it's a damn near miracle what he's done. And his style of play, people call it a gimmick offense. It's not gimmick. You, you know, And you know what it does, too? It kills every team with equal or just slightly better talent. If you aren't facing a team that's like an NFL team, you can do what you want on them. You can, you're can you going to hit those open passes. You guys are going to be running unexposed. I mean, really, I think Georgia may be the only team that could have shut us down like that. Mm-hmm. And we get another shot at them on a neutral site. It is Atlanta, but I'm pretty sure we'll we'll buy up as many tickets as possible. Oh for yeah, first. I mean that that won't feel like that will feel neutral. I don't care if it's a, if it's in Georgia. I got that'd be there. That'd be their third trip to the Georgia Dome this season for Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that, that's what gives me hope. Is they're not going to play like this again? They made all the mistakes in the world, which they never do. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's college man. It's so hard to go undefeated in a season. I mean, it is so difficult. You have to be the best of the best, which Georgia is probably going to go undefeated, and they're 100 going to make the playoffs. But it is difficult, even when Alabama is just like to have some of the most dominating teams they've had. They still lost a game. Like yeah. it's 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 so difficult to go undefeated, and, and you knew at some point it was going to go stale. And like you said, give credit to Georgia their defense. They're really good. But at the same time, there's going to be games where just you look just not right. I mean, that's sports. I mean, if you've played sports any in your life, there's games where you just suck. You're just like, damn it, nothing is going right. Like nothing the is happening. on top of you. It's just it, nothing is happening. It's a bad day at the office. It is a bad day at the office. What you just said, and like, like I said, anyone who's grown up playing sports, like you have those days where just nothing is working. It's just like any other day of your life. You're going to have those days where just like everything is going wrong. And did George's uh, defense have, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, a hand in that? Of course they did. But again, they were, we were just very uncharacteristic. That does not look like. I want to ask you this. Okay. Do you think we were feeling ourselves a little too much coming to this game? Do you think we believe the hype a little too much? No, I think this team likes that. I, I, I think they, I, I think they like, I think they feed off of it. I don't, I don't think that it was too, I can't say it was too big of a moment for me. It wasn't too big of a moment. No, I, I no, it wasn't. I don't think it was at all. Cause we, like I said, we've had those moments throughout the season already. LSU, Alabama, we've had those big time moments where, especially Alabama, where everyone's watching. It's, it's, it's not one of those, those, those moments. So like to answer your question, uh, no, I think, I think they actually feed off of when people are 
pumping them up. I don't know. It's just different for me. I don't see it just like too big for the moment. I, I don't think so either, but I think Georgia had the biggest chip on their shoulder possible. That team, they want to kick her ass. They they wanted to make a statement. And honestly, our defense limited it a little bit. It, they didn't let it get as bad as it could have been. Thank God. I mean, three points. We held them to three points in the second half. And I know Georgia wasn't – Georgia was trying to light, uh, sit on us and make us fall asleep. But that is, a, that is a statement by our defense that we were able to keep it at three points. Yes, and that's what, again, gives me hope if we end up having to play them again is we did hold them to 27 points, which is really good. Because usually if teams score 20, just 27 points on us, they're probably losing. They're probably going to lose. And if if we can if we can adjust some things and do some things different, like that's a whole different ball. That's a whole different ball game. And we just we just looked, I don't know, just out of sync. I mean, of course, they made us out of sync, but we were just – just doing things that just aren't normal for us, but uh, we couldn't get the run game going at all. They they stacked that box. They did what Pittsburgh did to us. They stacked that box every time. I mean, I think opening the game, we passed on the first felt like 10, fifteen plays. We did not run at all coming out of the gates. Remember that, and we didn't run run a lot overall. I think it was just oh man, that game was terrible. Georgia forced us to play their kind of game, mm-hmm. and it. It it just was not us. That that game did not feel like Josh Heupel Tennessee football. It was a bad day, just a bad, bad awful day. And you know, even those few moments where you, where you got that little hope, where you're like, oh, we're we gonna do what we usually do. This is gonna be a normal day. Um, like I remember when Hooker, we we had a couple first downs, and then he throws a beautiful pass to Tillman and. It was like it felt so in sync. It felt like us, and then you saw the ball get there. Like, oh, the defender's right there. <laughs> yeah, it intercepted it's in, the, in the end zone because, like, like when he took when he threw the ball, it just I, like it's like muscle memory. It's like oh, this is good. He, <laughs> oh, this he, is never he, bad. He throws the ball, and you're like, oh, he's probably open. Yeah, uh, it's like, oh, but wait, I mean, it was a 50 right 50 ball. It was just yeah. It was just kind of just – it was a weird how it landed. It was just awkward. It wasn't like thrown up to where you can go get it because usually when you throw it to Tillman like that, you throw it high. But he threw it kind of like more of on like a – Hyatt. Kind of felt like he was throwing it to Hyatt. Yeah. You felt it more of like on a rope than it was when you usually throw to Tillman and you kind of throw it up there because he's got great hands and you can just go up and get it. But, yeah, I mean, everyone was kind of shut down. It was just a weird off sync. No one was – I just felt like I, we were playing in slow motion. I don't know. But I, I just the rain didn't help either. The rain and when it started, started it started down. it started raining. I was like, damn it! Yeah, and you then, know there was no hope for coming back because we have to air the ball out. I, I just listen. Jalen Wright's a really good running back, but dude, you gotta quit fumbling. My gosh, he fumbled problem. again. Like it's he, problem. it's a big problem. Like he cannot hold on to the ball, and I, I don't understand. Like. I've never been a running back, so again, I don't understand. But like, I just—he's—you got to hold them to the ball, man. You got to know they're going to be reaching for it because they know you fumble. And you—I'll give him this. He's been pretty—he's been a lot better about it the last, I think, four or five weeks. Yeah, he—he had a—I think the last one he had was uh, was LSU. He—he didn't have one against out. Did he have one against Alabama? I think it might have went out of bounds. I'm not sure. He had one against LSU that went out of bounds too. I think. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. He had a couple of games where he didn't do it. I'll give him that. 
Yeah. <laughs> but but you see the defenders though when he's running the, the ball. They're mm-hmm. like they're, they 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 kind of get a guy on there to track him track him down and try to tackle him. And then there's another guy just trying to rip the ball because they know he's got fumbling issues. And but he's a really good running back. But man, it sucks. Fix yeah, that. Man. My God, just it's fix a, it. I know had a problem like done. that. Arian Foster. Arian Foster yes. had that problem. Mm-hmm. Big time. <sighs> that's the worst. You, you don't know what to do because you're like, this guy's really good, but it's also really scary. It's kind of like Will Levis, I guess, because it's like, oh, this guy's good. He might throw an interception. Oh, play is he good? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, Hooker, though, man, there's so many times where he stood in the pocket for way too long, but I don't know how I feel about that because it probably would have been an interception, I'm guessing, because I trust him. I put a lot of trust in him. I wish they would make more in that game in particular. I wish they would have had more design runs for him. Mm-hmm. Like, I I feel like they don't use his legs enough because Except he's, Florida. Florida was big time. Yes, yes, but I I also feel like they just he just didn't use his legs. And I don't I I get that he was under pressure, but he's so good at getting out of pressure and make, gaining yards. But he just didn't. He he didn't use his legs much. He had a couple runs where he got some yards and some first downs, but that was about it. I would have liked to see him run more in that in the game. And I, I I remember watching some of the Kent State highlights. Did did we go to the edge much? I, I feel like, like we didn't. I mean, I knew we threw some screens at the side, but you mean like running to the edge? No, just I guess you could yeah, not yeah, running to the edge and the the quick the quick uh, quick passes to the uh, edge of the field. The side we had, the we had some field. of those. We, we did have some of those. That Kent State worked a lot better. I mean, I know they're locked in like Georgia. That defense they 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 knew everything we were doing, and they were always they were prepared. They didn't miss tackles. They did not miss a tackle. That's it something was, that we are so bad at. Like yeah, when when we have a person like we can't ever just tackle the guy we whiff and miss 20 times i'm like guys and i feel like we are the ones that are like over aggressive like just sit just kind of like again i've never played football but there are times when we're so aggressive and we just dive and completely miss like just slow down a little bit Mm -hmm. and just let them make the move on you because it seems like we make the move always first and they know that and they're just going to let you do it and they're going to go right past you the worst was uh i think on that third and 10 on Georgia's, not their opening drive, but their drive after the fumble. Uh, it was third and 10 on the, like the 15 yard line. And Juwan Mitchell just comes untouched and tries to sack Bennett and he doesn't even touch him. And I mean, this is a not, this is not Bryce Young. This is not RG3. How are you missing this guy like that? It reminded me of Colton Jumper just completely missing Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's like he just runs right past him. I'm like, what are you doing? Then he turns up field and gets a touchdown, and he does the phone number yeah. thing because yeah. everyone was calling him last night <laughs> for being a bad tipper. He <laughs> yeah. left ten dollars on a hundred and eighty dollar bill. I mean, what the? I mean, I and I know that guy brunts have nil nil deals going out the ass, you know? Yeah. It even says like suggested tips, and he left ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Like suggested was like thirty five, and he left ten. What a bad person that man is. This guy who's the same age as me. <laughs> 25 years old. 
Okay, so that's like the oldest quarterback matchup ever in the SEC. That was 24 versus 25. Yeah. See it again. So so teams, teams are going to lose. Okay. We've already determined this. Teams are going to lose. You're going to have a for sure loss between Ohio State and Michigan. For sure. One thousand percent. Is there another team that you think may lose like TCU next week? Texas against TCU. Texas. Yes. Yeah, that's the big one too. And uh, I mean, obviously there will be a loser at the ACC championship between Clemson and North Carolina, assuming that's the matchup. I mean, I do you think South Carolina could beat Clemson? I've said it all year. I don't think Clemson's very good. Yeah. I've said it the entire year. Everyone's like, well, I'm like, dude, just watch them. It's the I, I was I was arguing back and forth about someone. Uh, someone about this exact same thing about Clemson. They're like, well, you're going to feed it. I'm like, dude, it's the eye test, dude. Like, look at them play. They're not good. Like, they just they, they 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 win gross. Like, it's just not a good. It's not like past Clemson teams where they're just running past people. They look just not good. And they're only beating teams because they have better talent. That's the only reason, and because they play in a G5 conference, pretty much. Yeah, or it's the same. Five. It's the same thing that's the eye test. Like the same thing with like Will Levis. Are you watching the same quarterback that I'm watching? I don't. Mel Kuyper, are you are you just blind as a bat? Are you watching the same guy I am on a weekly basis? Like he is so bad. He's not good. I mean, the eye test. You may like, you may watch. like the arm. You may like the arm, but man, just the player. Like I I, I trust. I, I'm gonna look at how a guy plays in a game versus just his intangibles. I can't uh, stand that crap. Intangibles, dude. He he's, reminds me of Blake Bortles. Like he's Blake yeah. Bortles. He's a Blake Bortles. That's hey, don't. He is Blake Bortles won in college. Yeah, but he played <laughs> in a lesser conference. Like you yeah, know, you put fair. someone like put Will Levison in like a team that's like plays no one. They're gonna look good. And then you put Will Levis on Kentucky, and he still doesn't look good. But some reason, for some way, he's they say he looks good, but I don't understand at all. It's why he uh, gets the praise that he does so well oh this is infuriating me uh kurt herb street he tweeted out his top six today and he had i think number one georgia number two ohio state number three michigan number four tcu or no number four oregon and number five tcu and number six tennessee yeah kurt herb street the the biggest media name in all of college sports said that an Oregon team that went into Atlanta and lost by 46 to Georgia was better than a team that lost by 14 to Georgia in Sanford Stadium. I mean, I don't care what you have to say. I don't care about week one. I don't care if it's a new coaching staff. I don't care about anything. There is no way on earth you can tell me that team should be ranked above us if, if you watch those two games. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I I, I, I mean, I it's pretty clear throughout the years that there's been some bias come out of the ESPN against the Vols, but it's, that's, that's, um, that's unbelievable. Yeah. It's, uh, well, you can't, and you, you gotta, you gotta remember too, that they know that they're going to get reaction because Tennessee fans, that's what people do it all the time. It's like, oh, it's Tennessee is where there's fans. We're going to piss them off. Watch this. And they probably jokingly release that knowing that Tennessee is going to get a lot of, put a lot of heat on them and make it a large deal to publicize their own stuff. But, but then again, you had Kirk Kershaw, like, you know, answer, like this team's the best team in college football. And then a day later, mm-hmm. like you move them to six, like that's just so weird. 
It's I may be salty of Bamux. I mean, good lord, that that I I'll tell you, you listen to that guy call a different game and then watch him call a Bama game. It 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 feels he's getting a little Gary Danielson in him. I swear oh, to God. Can we it's, talk about that piece of shit? Holy shit! Oh, God, that guy. No... It was almost like he was happy when Hyatt was hurt. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing in his voice. I'm like, are you excited about this? Like he was like happy almost. It's I'm like, what disturbing. are you doing? You sound like you want these people to get hurt. It's like he has a money on this game, and it's like he just when ten. He hates Tennessee. I have no idea why, but he cannot stand Tennessee. I don't Can't know what stand it is. Did we Can't beat Purdue him. in the – no, they beat us. Uh, I know we played Purdue in like the 70s. Maybe we beat him or something. Uh, but um, the dude just – it's a clear bias. You, you can't hide that. And it's – I think it's – I think here's what it is. I think they are super Bama, Georgia. Bama, Georgia. We love Bama, Georgia. And – anyone who comes to try to swing at them, they get a little defensive. Mm-hmm. Like those are my guys. Those are the guys I've interviewed for the last 15 years. How dare you think you can come here and challenge us? I, I, I love the Georgia fans. That are, I can't wait to knock Tennessee off of their mountain and, and see their fall from grace. And they'll never have a season like this again. It's like, guys, guys, you know, we will have a roster better than this, right? You know, Hypo will beat the middle of the pack every year. That, that, that is one thing we I love about Heibel so much. I am fully confident he will beat teams with equal or even slightly better talent than him throughout mm-hmm. the years to come. Our style yeah. of play, it's just it, it's it it tears apart teams that are on the same ground as us. It is the ultimate equal like it not the equalizer. It's it's an equalizer to better teams, but against equal teams, it just destroys them. And that's that's why Heupel is such an amazing coach. That's why this rebuild has happened so fast. And yeah, we aren't on Georgia's level. I mean, I can admit to that. Uh, it's we don't have the roster they have, but when we do, I mean, we will we we will beat them eventually. I I'm confident Josh Heupel will beat Georgia eventually, and it may be in a month because no, we don't have the roster to beat. We don't have the roster, same roster as Georgia, but there are things to exploit, and we will study them, and we will find them. I'm confident in that. And when it's a neutral side envi- environment, I'm being on the road is so tough too because a lot of times you don't really even know when the ball snapped. It, there's a little delay on your whole off offensive line because you can't hear. You know? Yeah. I feel like I feel like our offensive line, like we'd snap the ball, and then then the left guard started moving like. I mean, half a second in, and George's guys had to jump on him. Yeah, they can and see it with their eyes. The noise was definitely a problem for this team because where you at, or you've been to all the games, but there was what game was it? It was Kentucky. When our fans were cheering, we weren't even being that loud. Like it wasn't even that loud there. And Hinton Hooker was telling us to shut up. Like I can't mm-hmm. hear. And it what you remember that? And it wasn't even that loud. And so I guess. You could say the noise did affect them because if it was affecting them dealing and it wasn't even allowed, and it's probably just as loud as the Stanford Stadium. Like we were doing the it was great to be a Tennessee ball champ, and we were, and they were trying to do something on offense, and Hypo like got his play sheet and like yes. Yeah, and they, like, they stop, threw up stop. on the scoreboard, 
quiet please offenses at work <laughs> it, it went up yeah. on the school board um, so so maybe the so sound cool. was a big issue like you said the offensive line and stuff like yeah that. i definitely think it was because uh and it will not be 100 percent not an issue in a neutral side environment but it will definitely not be as 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 tough as being in sanford and right. especially hopefully eric Ainge won't won't tweet anything out to make us angry make georgia fans angry again that had <laughs> nothing to do with that I, don't I think it had a little bit. I no, think it, it didn't. Stop. I'm Ooh, sorry. Okay. Twitter okay. is not real life. I'm sorry. It's just not real that life. one got that one got blown up. I swear, over half the people in the stadium saw that, and they that message got delivered. I I, I might even care. I no might even think you're not going to be louder think, because of a tweet. You're not. Like, okay. Stop. If oh if he like, tweeted that, we're going to no, be no, even louder. No, no, no. You okay, didn't think okay, they were going to be okay, loud okay. before? Let's say. Let's say that's dumb. I think so. I, I really that's so that. so so dumb. You're, so you're gonna tell me they were louder because of a tweet? That's the dumbest thing ever. That's the play, dumbest play, play, thing. Play ever. Thing of like they example. weren't gonna be loud already. Sorry. If Tim Tebow went on SEC Nation and said Florida will be fine, this place is never loud. This place I've beaten them so many times. This place is not tough, and it got blown up and shown everywhere. And every Tennessee fan saw that. I think the place will be a little louder. And it's things like that motivates same. like. You remember in the 60s, or not, you don't remember in the 60s, but I'm sure you heard the story, <laughs> uh, when Tennessee came in undefeated to play Ole Miss and everyone's wearing the Archie Hoos, Archie Who uh, pins, you know? Like like the whole thing was Archie Who, and Archie just destroyed them. I do think that can provide some motivation. Like, you don't want to poke the bear necessarily. Dude, you don't want to give can them say... extra motivation. I mean, Saban... You know he he puts bullets in board material in that locker room every time. Like, like they've been saying this about you. No one believes this in you. And I mean, I'm sorry. I think motivation and that those kind of things can can uh, can affect the team how they how they perform. Yeah, and I'm I, gonna have I to one thousand percent disagree. No one, any no, way, no one any, in that any talk. crowd was like, "I'm going to be louder because of a tweet." No one. They were already going to be loud as shit. A tweet is not going to make anyone louder. I'm sorry. I'm going to be so much louder because someone said something mean on Twitter. No, that's so dumb. That's not. I got to disagree here. I think it, I no. think it did have some effect. No. It had no effect. It was going to be just as loud as it was right there if there was okay. no tweet sent. Just like just like the uh, duck pull a truck thing. Like that that made our team pretty pissed off, and that made our fans pissed off. And the crowd, I don't know. I'm I'm just just me. I yelled maybe a little harder that day because of it. Once you have. Okay, kind of so something in your the, head. The Florida game when they Florida, the Florida was talking crap about our, our team and our, our players. That game wasn't even that loud. So it's was it? I'm sorry. Well, and also, oh, he said Neely wasn't loud. Okay, well, that game was probably one of the more quieter games of the whole year. Actually, to tell you the truth, I mean that was the last game in Sanford State in history. They're saying, but um, I'm just saying. I, I think it. No, I think it affects them. No tweet. No tweet is going to make people louder than they are. They were already going to be. They were already coming into that game wanting to win, and not, no one is thinking about that tweet when that ball is kicked off. I'm sorry, zero people, none. That ball is kicked well, off. You're not thinking about Eric Ainge. Well, what about what about things like the players say throughout the week? Do you think that affects the teams? What do you like, mean? Okay, what did Will Levis say? Uh, we play real football. They don't. And uh, we went out there and kicked their ass, and all the tweets by the players were like, "We're like, yeah, yeah we play real football." No, uh, that that's just us going out there being a better team and killing them. 
that has nothing to do. I'm going to tackle you harder. I'm going to be. I'm going to run faster because you send. No, that's just. I don't, I don't, if, I don't if believe someone, in that. If someone, if someone talks shit about you, that's going to that's going to provide you a little fuel. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, your psychology. It, it is a. If if someone tells you like you can't do something, you're going to want to do that even more. You know, this is my opinion. I get it, but I just I don't know. I, I don't. I I I think Whatever. as soon as that as soon as that ball is kicked off, no one's thinking about that. I'm sorry, like zero people, <laughs> zero, none. No one's thinking about a tweet throughout the week. Sorry. Uh, whatever. But um, what else do we got? How do you think Hooker played? I think he. I uh, think it's not even him. It's just the whole team. They were just they played. Uh, they they didn't play very good. Uh, the whole team didn't play very good. And while while we're on tweets, real quick, can we go back to that real quick? Talking about Twitter and people tweeting. Um, do not tweet at players. Like, stop tweeting at players. You, you, don't tweet at players. People were tweeting that at Hidden Hooker, people were tweeting at our players. Austin, I lost you for a second, but I don't know if you heard me, but I, I, I wanted to talk about Twitter some more and tweeting. Don't tweet at our players. Stop it. No, like people not. are tweeting at our players. Like that's pathetic. That's, like you're 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 tweeting at them. Like you played like crap. You you cost us. Like shut up. Like stop it. There's probably some fat dude in his basement that can't even freaking run a mile, talking about athletes, dude. Like you guys look ridiculous when you're tweeting at players that have given you some of the greatest things you've seen all season in the longest time. It's that give you some of the greatest moment. It's absolutely ridiculous and unexcusable. And you know what that does? I, I, I don't, it's obviously wrong to do. It's wrong to do, but that, that does have a little effect, I think, sometimes on, I don't know. It can affect how, like, the fan base and the team get along. Like, I, I don't know. You don't want to create that division that, that was so prevalent through the down years. I, it just felt... When I started seeing those tweets, it felt like the down years, and I just did not like that feeling. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't think it really really messes with the players that much because I mean it can, but I I just don't because you know you're gonna have those nutbags in every fan base. So exactly. But but so all those nutbags, like stop tweeting players. You look stupid. You look absolutely stupid. Don't. Those, yeah. N- there's never a reason to do that. You never helped anything. I mean, I mean, maybe you're trying to get your own frustrations out, but it's nothing that. No, never do that. Just never do that. It's it's pathetic. But um, the Titans game is about to come on. Do you have any other things you want to talk about before we end this podcast? Any other topics I mean, you want to bring up? Basketball starts tomorrow. Uh, Correct. Amazing against Gonzaga in the expedition game. I mean, that's the number two team in the country. You just beat the hell out of. And I know it was it was an expedition, and Triple J didn't even didn't even play. Uh, I wouldn't it be crazy though if we do end up making the the final, you know, the college football playoff. And would what, what, what would your money have been on first? Okay, let's let's go back to like 20, 2020. Mm-hmm. If I if I asked you who's going to make a final four first, Josh Heupel or Rick Barnes? Uh well, I would have to say Rick Barnes because they're in the tournament every year, but that's a completely different tournament because there's literally a lot of teams that play in the same bracket, so it's nowhere yeah. near like what football is. So that's that's a hard question to answer, but I would probably say Rick Barnes, but right now I'm going to go Josh Heupel because 
we know what Rick Barnes is in the tournament until he proves it. different. Heibel's probably going to go now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's crazy, man. It's just, but but 2020, I would have definitely said Barnes, but now definitely Heupel, 100 percent because they're probably going to make it because we have Missouri, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt left. And oh, that is, you didn't even bring up uh, me being wrong about Brian Kelly. Oh yeah, well you're wrong about a lot of things, so we we can just bring. I'm never wrong, man. I, <laughs> no, I, I, you you know this is, I, as Georgia well, fans all Austin, agree. Austin does this thing where he loves to overreact in the moment. I mean, just loves to overreact in the moment. Brian Kelly had one bad press conference, and he's like, they weren't fired. They weren't fired. No, I didn't no. like the hire from the start. I did not like the hire He's from the a start. good coach, bro. That guy's a good coach. Maybe. He's I don't a good me. coach. Right, did you watch the whole game last night? The whole game. Okay. What was your emotion when he decided to take a knee with 20 seconds to go instead of trying to get down the field and kick a field goal? Uh, well, we he's not Josh Heupel, so but then he goes for two in overtime, like what? yeah, because you were you had him on the ropes. I he knew guess. he had a play drawn up, and he knew that was going to work, and it worked perfectly. As soon as that tight end lined up on the on the outside of the right side of the offensive line, I said they're going straight to that guy in the flat, and they did. It's like they're going straight there, and they did. Gene um, so. Daniels, man, that guy is he, he's he's a lot better than he looked against us. Mm-hmm. I mean, our mm-hmm. defense. Played a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. I, I think our defense. I, mean, I, they, I think they're a lot better than they, they were. I think they're they're a whole different group now than, than what they showed against Florida and and uh, Bama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, I'm gonna go watch this Titans game. Hopefully, they can win tonight. Oh, Ryan uh, Tannehill is out. Oh, that. I know Malik Willis is playing so. <laughs> Uh, but, but, um, one last message to everybody, just keep your heads up. I don't think anyone's too pissed off. I think everyone seems kind of mellow, uh, about it and they're upset about it, but I think everyone really understands that we are still in the playoff hunt and we control everything we do from here on out. Just don't lose any more games. And I think we're in. So Mm -hmm. I think we will be fine. I have full confidence in this team. They've done amazing all season, and I don't expect them to wilter away now. So uh, let's go undefeated at home. Let's go win. Have our best season since two thousand one. I mean, this is this is nothing to be sad about. I mean, I would I would have cried tears of joy if you told me the results we were about to see. One hundred percent. I mean, I would have paid five times what I paid for my season tickets if you told me that. I mean, I would have done anything to get in that stadium. And this has been an amazing ride. I thank God for this coaching staff, and we're going to go play for a national title. Yeah. And uh, I, I, one thing I want to bring up, one thing. I Okay, so we're going to maybe probably get that rematch of Georgia. Let's think about the, the times we've seen an SEC team play twice in a season. First one that comes to mind is that 2001, or the earliest that comes to mind is that 2001 LSU, Tennessee. We beat their ass in Neyland, and then – then they came, then we played them in Atlanta and they upset us big time. So it flip flopped there. And the next one, LSU, Alabama, the game of the century in 2011, nine to six. A horrible then, game. Yeah, horrible game. And then they get them in the title game in New Orleans. And I think they beat them 21 nothing. They didn't uh, pass the 50 yard line. Yeah, it was a total beatdown. I mean, that is, I mean, I hate to say it, that's Kirby Smart defense. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. and, and you look at remember 2017, Georgia, Auburn, Auburn beat them by like a few touchdowns and then they get them in Atlanta and Georgia beat that ass. Um, 
and Alabama, Georgia this last season. So I'm just saying, when I think of rematches, they tend to go the other way the next time. It's hard to beat the team twice. It, it really is. Hard is. To beat them twice. It's hard to beat them twice. Very We're hard not, to beat them twice. I'm. Let's get that rematch, okay? And want Georgia fans are laughing at my face, like you're an idiot. You're you want this beat down twice? We've beaten you. Blah 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 blah. Just let me have it. Just just I want to see it. I have faith in this coaching staff that they can figure something out. There are holes, and there were holes. They, we just did, we just missed the passes. I know exactly. That's what I mean. They 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 had chances. They just didn't look like themselves. And I they won't play like that again. They won't. They just simply won't. Like no, that's that's I why mean, you were always scared to play someone a second time. That's why, I mean, like in the eight SEC, false starts eight false starts. Oh too. yeah, oh yeah. That's why I was scared to like. Oh, like what if you had to replay Alabama uh, and the SEC you know, championship or something like that? I'm like, yeah, I don't want to play them again. <laughs> but Georgia, I want to play them again. I guess we would have played LSU again. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to play Georgia again. I agree. LSU, so. LSU fans are telling me that result didn't count because it was at noon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. That's what uh, like, <laughs> or, oh yeah. I'm sorry. And 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 the result against Oregon doesn't count because it was week one. Oh, so yeah. okay. <laughs> Fun world yeah. we live in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um. But man, I had fun on this podcast. It was a quick put together podcast yeah very very quickly done our, but our first recap loss podcast mm-hmm. and it's november 6th i'm pretty happy to say that yeah me too it's pretty nice <laughs> i like that's a good point that's a good yeah. point awesome yeah good point but yeah anyway i'm your host Randy, alongside my good buddy austin brown we'll do it again next week my friend maybe Lacey will be there we'll see she had to work tonight so shout out to her cool See you all. Have fun at work. See you. See you next week. Bye.